What's up, Theory of Indivisibility podcast listeners, a.k.a. co-learners. So I've been playing around with this idea of calling you, the listeners, co-learners, because this is a very much so a learning journey. Uh, you know, I'm basically taking you all on a journey uh, as I've learned the things that I've shared uh, to answer the questions that have rolled around in my mind. And I uh, imagine for those of you who've continued to follow and continue to listen, that you've learned some things as well. So we're learning together. We're co-learners. So I like the idea of calling you co-learners. I hope you like it too. So I've been inspired uh, to write lately. And that has that's the reason why shows have been delayed in terms of the podcast. And, um, you know, I've, I've released one essay a, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm working on a second. And this work uh, that I call anti-oppression work, is uh, I'm inspired. It inspires me. I get uh, inspiration from various things, various experiences, various conversations, what's going on in society, etc. And I like to go with that inspiration. So I've paused production and writing and editing of uh, actual podcasts to write. And uh, I've been getting some really, really good feedback from the last two things that I wrote, one of which I've already uh, produced for the podcast. But the latest uh, essay that I wrote is titled Why I Walked Away from Excuse Me Why I Walked Away from White People and Why I Walked Away from White People is a candid coming of age story written through the lens of how I've navigated race and whiteness throughout my life from childhood through adulthood and I'll just give you a little hint and tell you that there's a twist uh, on that title so I hope that you'll take some time to to read it uh, I'll include a link in the show notes, and it uh, it can also be found at my website, drsunjata.com. That's D-R-S-U-N-D-I-A-T-A.com, under pods and blogs, and then under sustainable solutions and that series of podcasts and um, that series of blogs. So the second essay that I'm working on uh, should be released in about another week or so. And the title of that essay is My Violent Youth and the Systems That Made Me. And this essay is it contains stories from my anger filled and violent youth and the environmental and systemic variables that contributed to my journey. So I think that uh, there will be a lot of um, interesting things that you'll learn about me from reading both of these essays. And, um, you know, to kind of fill in some of the blanks of, you know, who I am as a person and my journey throughout life, while also tying it to, you know, my my systems lens and perspective that I've learned as I've evolved and grown as a as a as a curious, you know, person. And I'll just share with you all as I reflect back, which I can't help but do uh, often. And I've been doing it a lot recently. I'll share with you that as someone who grew up in inner city Philadelphia, that I'm one of the lucky ones. You know, I could have easily been a statistic. I could have easily been, you know, someone that was dead or in jail just from the environments that I grew up in and the uh, circumstances that I often found myself in. And, you know, I uh, have been reflecting a lot lately on just how fortunate I am to have been able to mature, uh, had time and safety and protected to some extent. Um, You know, I had certain privileges that helped me get to this position that I'm in where I was able to. Uh, mature through the ignorance of my youth or um, have time to, um, you know, <laughs> just just survive. I guess that's the word I'm looking for, survive the ignorance of my youth. 
So, yeah, I mean, you all have heard the finished product over the last uh, year or so that you've been following my podcast and just know that I have a I have a story. You know, we all have a we all have a background. Right. So I've been sharing a little bit of mine in these writings. So I look forward to you continuing to follow. And yeah, and I love to get some feedback and through the email that I have in the show notes, as well as I'll share some more info about video. I'm leaving voice recordings in a second. Um, The next thing I'd like to do is I would like to give a huge shout out and thank you to our newest patrons to support the show and me. And just, you know, um, every time I get a patron, it's, it's just affirmation. It's confirmation that this work is making a difference, that my time and energy uh, is valued and it's appreciated. And I, 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 it really means a lot. And I'm truly grateful. So to Anne and to Carrie, welcome aboard and thank you. And for anyone else that would like to become a patron, one of the benefits is that my patrons received links to my essay that I wrote, you know, weeks ago when I first released it. So if you want to, you know, receive the latest releases of content that I'm putting out there other than this podcast, as well as receive occasional messages from me, please be sure to become a patron. You can do that at patreon.com forward slash live indivisible. And lastly, I've been giving a lot of thought lately to what season two of Theory of Indivisibility will be like. And I want to share some of those ideas with you and get your feedback. So the first idea that I have and that, I, that I'm that i probably going to do is I want to interview interesting people who are living and organizing around Theory of Indivisibility principles like anti-oppression, solidarity economy, social and environmental sustainability, prison abolition, power with instead of power over, etc. And if you know of anyone that fits, if you know of anyone that you follow or anyone that you know personally uh, that would be able to have some engaging conversation uh, where we will all be able to learn from, please, please share that with me. And the second uh, element to season two that I'm thinking about incorporating is to have shows where I invite people who oppose some of my ideas and beliefs in some way and using authentic dialogue to explore the issue that we are opposed on instead of debating. So I believe that it'll be a great example of how we can we can transition to communicating in ways where our differences do not have to be divisive, Uh, communicating in ways where we don't, you know, get stuck in polarization and we learn how to, um, you know, be affirmed in what we believe and uh, listen to one another to understand and then tease out common ground and then propose solutions or make agreements going forward that takes both parties or all parties involved, you know, uh, sentiments, concerns, assumptions, beliefs, fears into consideration. And this is a practice that I practice in my real life through coaching, through mediating, um, through, um, you know, consulting organizations, groups, schools, et cetera, over the last five or six years now. And I think it would be really cool if I can bring those elements to the show in some way. So what do you think about those two ideas? Do you have any interesting, interesting guests that you can recommend I reach out to? If yes, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you about those ideas as well as general comments about the show, because I'm really excited that there's now a way for you to leave me voice memos by going to uh, the show notes. There will be a link in the show notes 
as well as going to the website, you'll see where it says messages and you can click on that and leave me a voicemail right from your smartphone or from your web browser. If you're on a computer, you can leave me a short message. So with that said, I appreciate you all uh, continuing to follow, continuing to listen, continue to go back and listen to older episodes if you're getting caught up. Um, and I promise you that I. I will continue to be working. I'll continue to be thinking, writing, learning, and sharing. So until next time, I love y'all. Peace.